I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Briar Moss can curse in five different languages. We mostly curse in English. So if you're listening around English speakers, you may want to make sure they're okay with curses. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 4 of Street Magic. <laughs> Good job. Grab your Briar's Book 2. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's learn some table manners. Yay! Briar's Book, Chapter 4, starts with... <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Nope. And you did so good on the intro. You sure did. I did. The Street Magic, Chapter 4, begins with one of the camel camel gut girls coming up to Briar. And she's like, hey, that kid you helped before, he needs your help again. And they bring him all the way to their hideout place. Kid is very beat up. Briar... It basically takes one or two looks at him and knows that there is nothing he can do at this point. The boy dies right in front of them, much to the terror of all of the other camel gut kids. They're like, you're a mage, you're a mage, you should fix him. And he's like, can't. They had waited too long. If they would have got him sooner, he probably would have been able to do something, but they waited too long. While he's there, several more people come in who are injured. And so he spends several hours taking care of these kids who have been beat up. I believe that they specify at this point that they have gotten beat up by the Vipers, and we know that the Vipers have been doing this with Blackjacks. So we know that this is direct attack from the Vipers. On a brighter note, the next morning, Briar wakes up nice and early, picks up some clothes for Evie, and then she shows up, and she's all washified, and she's wearing different clothes, so she, like, tried to make herself as presentable as possible. She even cut her hair, though Briar's like, ooh, bad, bad Let's that up. <laughs> yeah. He gives her the clothes, she changes, then he's like, look, there's food, and she's like, ah, food, I will shove it all in my mouth at once, and he's like, no. There are plates and forks and knives and napkins. And Rosethorn walks in while he is teaching Evie how to eat properly at a proper table. And Rosethorn bursts out laughing. And she's like, really, really, you, you, you're telling somebody else 
how to eat properly. You're teaching table manners. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just on my way out. Have fun. <laughs> Which, like, absolutely 100% legit. Thank you, Rose Thorn. He gets Evie all dressed up and fed and gets shoes on her and is telling her we're going to go to the emir's palace because that's where the only stone mage is and you need to be taught by a stone mage and I'm only a plant mage and she's like nope no 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 I am not going to get taught by anybody in a palace that is bad juju they they're going to turn me away as soon as I get to the door in the middle of this argument they get interrupted by another person from the camel guts because there are more people who are injured and they need his help again and he's like you should go to a healer she's like yeah we can't pay for one of those you're the best we've got he lets the other girl sit down and he's like you eat evie you grab this stuff he goes and gets some other stuff that he needs gets as many medicines and everything that he can carry then he's like all right we're out and uh that's how the chapter ends uh we forgot one major thing that happened oh yep um, the tiles Mm-hmm. oh shit i forgot about that i forgot that there was a scene with the vipers it was in between when he went the first time to the den and in between and, and, and Evie. uh Evie, yeah while all of this is happening with briar the vipers meet with their fancy rich lady she specifically wants to see one of them by himself this is after they've come to report to her that they tried to grab Evie, and Evie through burning hot rocks at them the others leave and he stays and she's like mm, you've disappointed me twice in two days this is not good and he's like well it's not my fault and she's like well whose fault is it he actually like yells at her and gets mad at her and he's like you're just some rich lady what do you know about like the the life we're living you know and, about the streets and while he's doing this she gets her silent mute guard to come and strangle him and then after he dies she's like mm, clean this up and remove those tiles i don't want to see them anymore i think i want red ones now i can't believe i forgot Wild. that because that's one of the scenes i remember best from this whole book yeah it was yeah. very graphic it was it was very graphic Ugh. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. So tell us, Brittany, tell us all about how hard this was for you. Uh, the scene with the rich lady, she just, her disregard for human life, like everybody's beneath her, uh, was very hard to read. Yeah, like, awful. It was so awful just oh you've disappointed me also even the servant person that did the strangling he's a eunuch and he's mute because oh well this rich person might have secrets to tell so um let's make him mute so he can't tell those secrets and yeah. we'll get more money for him that way like that's fucked up oh my god oh and he's dead now i i need i've been wanting to change the tiles anyway let's make them red now oh my god this woman i think she might be just as bad as the villains from the last book we read they have she doesn't even care like i feel like there's an argument that she's worse yeah um, i i would say worse because they have this very specific revenge plot they want to kill this group of people but that's that's their goal 
this um, woman is just bored. Yeah, and she's killing like, kids bored, just yeah. for nothing. Yeah, like, oh, I'm bored. Let's have these kids murder these kids. And if this kid doesn't do what I like, murder him. I don't care. I'll watch. I hated it. I hated it. Anyway, there's so much darkness in this chapter. So I only found like three things that I liked in this chapter. Briar was getting off of his horse and he was trying to conceal the fact that he was checking for all his knives when he was getting off the horse, which I don't blame him. He's fixing to go into when their dens. They might be trying to trick him. Kind of cute at the same time though. We already mentioned uh, Rose Thorn laughing at him for <laughs> teaching stable manners. Uh, it was adorable. And then my last one was the overrobe that Sandry had made for him. It was his favorite thing that she has made for him. It was a green silk overrobe with embroidered design of colorful autumn leaves. It sounds so pretty. I want one. But other than that, I don't got nothing. This chapter was very dark. For me, like I said, the, the thing that really stands out for me from this chapter has always been the moment where she's like, mm, get rid of these tiles. This is this is one of the parts in this book that I remember incredibly vividly. I feel like this is the moment where we really see just how absolutely horrific she is. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, ugh. It's a good example of show, don't tell. Y- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that hesitant yeah Yeah. (laughs) you're not wrong my list was also pretty short it was a rough chapter Uh, i wasn't really uh expecting all this to happen and it was uh a little jarring between the cute oh let's get dressed and learn how to eat and then let's uh choke a child until they die and poop on the ground it it was there were no chunks there were chunks but they were in the trousers as far as as I (laughs) yeah it was very mm, it was yeah I I wasn't expecting all of that that quick I wasn't either I mean I was expecting some kind of level fucked up in this book because we got all that craziness in the last book like okay she's just gonna ramp it up from here I'm sure but I was not expecting it so soon it's chapter four chapter four maybe that's why i want to call this briar's book because briar's book was like that too it was like bam chapter two and and it's already horrible and like Mm -hmm. kind of the same there's not much lead up so it's all downhill from here we thought that was briar's book too though fucking flick died i'm like okay flick already died there's not much more that's gonna happen i'm sure and then even more shit like oh my god (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna get worse. It's, it's gonna, gonna get, get worse. worse. It's gonna get worse. I'm not gonna fall for that again because I was thinking it was gonna go downhill last time. I'm like, no, gut punch after gut punch after gut punch. Rose Thorn dies again at the end of this book. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I I actually <laughs> would believe that. I right. I would believe. Oh uh, no, don't. Just like Brittany, I like the part right in the beginning where he checks his kit and all his concealed weapons when he's like getting off his horse. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it's it's funny because he, he's obviously strapped with fucking knives, right? Several of them. Mm-hmm. And then he grabs his like healing kit. And it's just like, you know, it's there's some funny joke on the internet about calling someone like a harmacist, like, you know, giving a pharmacist a gun. 
<laughs> just take the P out of their name and they're a harmacist. So he was like, I think it's very cool because it's I very also... fitting for Briar. It's yeah, very I'd fitting. say so. I mean, he um, can heal you or he can kill you. Yeah, and it reminded me a bit of me carrying a gun every day and also a first aid kit on my like in my bag every day. It's, it, was, it was interesting. I liked all the medical terminology that uh, they used. That you know, it wasn't a great time for um, Hammett, uh, but Briar was like very professional and he knew what was happening and it sucked. Um, but he was like well aware. He's fourteen, but he he knows what like apoplexy is, and, and you know that there's this dude's brain has been hemorrhaging for the past like however many hours, and he's just not gonna make it. There's nothing. And is this the chapter where we get more of his background? And it says he helped people in the plague from Briar's book, and also this other stuff. Okay. I don't think so. Then that'll be coming. It it's just like one sentence, but there's there's a mm-hmm. sentence somewhere where it says where it gives you more a little bit more background of like he'd helped healers in this situation and this situation and this situation and this situation yeah and he has yeah we saw that throughout uh, briars i'm sure he's gone beyond that now yeah yeah it's been three four years now so i'm sure Mm. there's been quite a bit more that he's helped with i also like the part where rose sort of fucking cackling on her way out of the house (laughs) i just love that so much. I so love nice. so much. I love that she's laughing so hard that she has to put her arm <laughs> in her mouth. And I also like that Tamara Pierce uses the word uncorked. When Briar looks over and sees her, it says she uncorks her mouth and brushes her sleeve. So she's what <laughs> I, I like the fact that the word is uncorked. Just so imagine a popping sound when she pulls her arm out. Exactly. <laughs> I also like, reminded me of me, of me a little bit. Briar being blessed by Sandri, Daja, and Triss with their uh, female clothing knowledge. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, when you're around a bunch of women, you end up picking stuff up, whether you want to or not. And I, I grew up with two sisters, and, you know, it's, I, I know what a blouse is. Well, if Evie hasn't hit her period yet, and he's still working with her when that happens, you know. He probably knows the info. I'm sure sure he does. does. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like he'd be very professional about it. And it would be incredibly awkward for her. And he'd be like, no, no. Just whatever. Listen, this is how the body works. Just just listen to me. This is my expertise. (laughs) I know. Here's some sanitary napkins. Go over there. This is what you do. These books, the the thing that these books need is more periods. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I feel like a complete and total psycho because I have so many likes out of this. And it's mostly because of how it's written. Yeah. Not because of the content. (laughs) Sure, sure. Phrase it like that. I'm already judging you. Like, oh, a boy got choked to death. I love it. It's so great. Okay, so look, as a horror aficionado, as someone who makes horror movies for fun, let me tell you, I love the writing of this. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just dive right in. All right, let's um, do it. I I just love how um but I I love the I can't take my horse down there and I must look plain silly if you think I'll leave him out here. Really though, I said I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's gonna happen if I leave my horse now. 
I'm she not going good. to leave it. Briar flirting. Yeah, it didn't work very well. With this poor girl who is obviously distressed and he's trying to flirt with her. This boy needs to learn. He's not as dumb as Pasco, but that's probably but just he's two years older. Read yeah. the room, guy. Like, I, she's, I think, she's not wanting to be flirted with right now. <laughs> I, I don't think he realized how bad it was at the moment. <laughs> probably not, but still yeah. at the same time. And I mean, and it also could have been he was trying to lighten the mood some. Mm, bad time. But it was a bad, a bad, bad time to, to do so. It's a, it's marked as a dislike because of the content, but it's highlighted because Ryder knows all of this medical terminology. The way he says it with the, his heart and lungs kept going for a while, but he was dead hours ago. There, There's something about that, like knowing when to use your knowledge. He has very good bedside manner. Yes. <laughs> he did not learn that from Rose Lord at all. <laughs> no, definitely not. I don't know. He may have, because we saw he her with, with Evie. Or with yeah. Evie, with Flick. Flick, yeah. Because yeah. he was, like, shocked that, like, wait, you're being nice to her. I thought you were mean and crotchety all the time. <laughs> she is wait, only crotchety you. all the time. Wait, <laughs> Rosethorn, you know how to be nice to people? You, you're capable of that? I wasn't aware of this. <laughs> And of course, immediately after, I love Death Right, and it goes into how he puts copper on his eyes. I, I have torn feelings of him being like, uh, of him being like, I really liked this guy, but I know if I put silver, they're going. They're probably going to spin the bronze too, if we're being honest. It reminded me of his Dark Materials when Lyra finds the kid who's been separated the first kid who's been separated from his demon everybody calls him a ghost and all this and then he dies shortly afterward everybody's afraid to go near him she gets like a coin and puts it into his mouth because that's the way the the people at jordan college are buried you gotta pay the ferryman i found it funny in the midst of all of this seriousness and it's still a very serious part of the conversation but just the phrase the astrologer said it's not my week He, it really was not. It really was. It really was not. The, the astrologer was not wrong. Yeah. Do not talk to me of astrologers. Only dirt people who will be useless all of their lives heed to their babble. It serves as an excuse to avoid trying to better oneself. And I'm just like, I mean, you don't have to be so rude about it. She also didn't have to kill him. But, you she know. also didn't have to kill him. Well, she um, did it. Somebody else did. It was her call. I genuinely dislike the callousness and blatant disregard for what happened when she's just like, have these tiles taken up and new ones laid down. A different color would be nice. Red, I think. It's like, bitch, you you just had this poor boy murdered. And now you're thinking about interior decorating. Listen here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Terrible, no good. Mm. Then, uh, very bad day. <laughs> very bad week, yeah. Very yeah. bad week. Yeah. This is not wrong. But now we're going to get into the slightly more lighthearted stuff. Like when Evie shows up and she's like all clean and dressed somewhat nice. And she's like, better. Briar's like, eh, it's start. Like, <laughs> this is something, this is something that I would say to someone. For some reason, I know that this is not what happens, but for some reason, 
I imagine this being secretive, like the way it's like she he ushered her into the house. I kind of like see him like looking up and down the street and be like, get in, get in quick. <laughs> I have also just the line towards the end of is I'm not in a game just too big of an idea for you. It's roasted. It is so telling of Briar and Evie and how though they may have come from similar backgrounds, just how different they are as people. Just I, I don't know. I really just loved that. And now I'm done. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Part two is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. I went very blatant and I chose violent <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yes, exact same. Lots and lots of violence. There is a lot of violence. Bloody, ah. bloody chapter. With, with the hint of like sunshine in the middle. Uh, and then back to death. Mm-hmm. And then death. Lots of death. Violence, violence, humor, and more violence. Yeah. Basically. A violent sandwich. 
No, it's 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 a it's a violent sen- uh, it's a violent sandwich with sunshine filling. Mm. Exactly. You're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. Mmm, sandwiches. I didn't really have a good one for this. Mine Violet, kind of, sadness, and sorrow. Like mine's kind of a, a two-sided coin here. You see a blatant disregard of life with bitchy McBitch face, and then Briar's like actively trying to save people so like there there is such a duality to this chapter as far as like regards to life and may ladies and adia forever be known as bitchy mcbitch face face. so my theme uh was helplessness and it really mostly focused on briar but the entire camel gut gang when they saw hamid come in and he's like you know really fucked up right they kind of I guess expend everything they have to try to find anyone that can help them help heal him. But by the time they reach out to Briar, it's just there was nothing that could have been done. If they had taken him to the temple nearby, he could have lived. Seeing how they react to like foreign people, they're basically vilified. And I can kind of understand why they wouldn't want to go there, but could have been such an easy solution to have him be healed and still be there, but they messed up. And Briar felt that too when he got there. He knew he was already dead by the time he got there. He was just still barely holding on. But brain hemorrhage is not something that gets better over time. It uh, it gets worse. He kind of goes into Briar feeling this like impotence and being a plant mage as opposed to being a healer. He can make people feel better, but he's been stuck apparently in, in even more situations that we knew before of like potentially being able to save someone's life if he had healing magic, but he doesn't. He just makes medicines. He can help people feel better, but he can't bring someone back from the brink, or at least not alone. And I feel that there was some helplessness uh, when they come back, when he goes back home and the camel guts come by again, they're like, hey, we need help. And he's like, can't you find someone else? Because he knows that if he goes back there, there's going to be more people that he's not going to be able to save. And then he feels really bad about that. And he decides to still go anyways, a little better prepared, but it's, it's kind of a helpless situation for everyone there. The gang clearly doesn't have the weapons to fight back or the planning to keep everyone protected. So it's just a really shitty situation all around. Part three is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? I got three. <laughs> nice. I am an overachiever this 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 Whoa. chapter, apparently. I, I I will go through all three of mine and then talk about them individually. He's a pahan, not a god. A generous person would give you a fresh chance to start or to err anew, or perhaps only a weak person would do so. Sometimes thinking ahead it was just as good as magic. That's um, the one that I was looking for because I remembered seeing it when I read it. Yeah. But I couldn't find it. That, yeah, was, that was mine. I'm just going to take everybody, so sorry. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> he, he's a Pahan, not a god. You can only do so much. You're not always going to be able to just save everyone. As much as I don't like people, I I always want to make people's lives easier and sometimes that's just not possible and I need to keep that in mind a generous person 
would give you a second chance to air anew. I am not known for giving many second chances. Once you fuck up, you you have to prove that you're not going to fuck up again. Because I I drop people real quick when they fuck up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I am kind of remorseless in it, too. I don't like people I can't trust. And if I trust you and you fuck that up, then I have no use for you anymore. Like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. Go away. Never speak to me again. And I know that I should probably not be that way because we all make mistakes. And unfortunately, that is something that I am bad enough at that I have ruined really good friendships. Because well, you don't I- want to be the exact opposite like me and let people walk all over you and have chance after chance after chance after chance. Yeah, need to find a happy medium there. That we do. And I, I know there's there's going to be more touching on this, but sometimes thinking ahead was just as good as magic. You need to have a game plan. And like, I'm one of those pe- people, I have a gate, like a plan, typically A through F before I do anything. Plan E is always the same. Plan E is set it on fire. That's, that's plan E. That's, that's plan E. It doesn't matter what the situation is. You have several sides hanging up at work. <laughs> plan E. certain shelves that say plan E on it. <laughs> so 14. Yeah, 14. 14.02. Yep. 1402 yep. specifically. It says plan E on it. says plan E. Because, like, we don't know what to do with that one. Because nothing nope. has numbers. They don't have part numbers on half of them. Hardly any of them have loss in numbers. And if you look up the part number that's on there, it's not in... It's not at all on the DAX list. Yeah, I know. Plan E. Plan E. Set it on fire. That's what I got. I usually have plan A, A, A through A through F before I start anything. And I've been asked multiple times, why is plan F not set it on fire? I'm like, well, you know, plan F usually involves more maiming. Plan E is fire. Plan F is maiming. Because if we get to that point, then like, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so we resort to arson and violence (laughs) i already mentioned that i was looking for the one quote and i couldn't find it but the other thing that i found when i was looking for it is a nicer person would give you another chance or whatever and i've always been like very pro second chances and stuff and so to me this was just like yeah i don't want to be lady zanadia um oh excuse me i don't want to be bitchy mcbitch face (laughs) I couldn't remember her name when I said that (laughs) I was like I know her name but I can't think of what it is I mean even even the first thing even the kids basically call her that right they're like ah the Takamari which is basically like the rich bitch right so they're just like ah that rich bitch Uh, bitch. so uh but I just maybe maybe I should have said this in part two but there's like so much in here about like trust right because we have like Lady Zanadia and her guard that's had his tongue cut out so that he won't tell anybody who he's killing for her. And then we have this lovely conversation between Evie and Briar, 
where they're both telling the truth. And as readers, we know it because we've seen from their point of view, but neither of them believes the other one. She's like, what about not being ganged up? Do you not understand? I am not in a gang. I, how many times do I have to tell you? And he keeps telling her like, oh yeah, I was in a gang when I was a kid. And she's like, nah, (laughs) he's bullshitting this. And we know he's not. And so I just feel like there's a lesson in there about communication and listening to people, I guess, letting them speak as well as hearing what they have to say. That one was mine. (laughs) Do you have anything to add, Brittany? I'm just basically listening to my kid more, basically. She tells me things and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. You, You don't know this is what's actually going on. And she's like, no, 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 mommy. It's this. I do that to her all the time. And I just, I want to listen to her more. And maybe one day you'll find that it's a a Briar and Evie experience and you think you know what's going on. We both have our own truths and uh, we need to listen to each other's truths. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I love that everybody has their own truth. It might be a contradictory truth. Like, so one, one's truth might be contradictory to another's truth, but everybody has their own truth. Just like everybody believes that they're their own, they're the protagonist of their own story. But we could be an antagonist of somebody else's story. I I know that I'm the antagonist of other people's stories. It's fine. (laughs) I am aware of this. And you know what? I don't lose sleep at night over it. (laughs) Fine. You're just as bad as bitchy McBitch. I was going to say, Indy sounds like they're well on their way to becoming bitchy bitchy McBitch face. Listen, if if, if murder and violence was an option, it would have already happened. You would have murdered somebody and then there's like a change in the tiles. Oh, no, listen, dude, I have said multiple times, if a certain person got hit by a bus, I would cry, not because they were dead, but because it wasn't slow and painful enough. It wasn't me that killed them. I still stand that the best curse is, I want you to feel like you're about to sneeze for the rest of your life. Well, I, I, what's really funny is I wish, I wish her husband a long and happy healthy life and I hope he lives to be you know in his 110s hope he lives a long long healthy life with a perfect beautiful memory because everyone he loves will be dead before he will well fuck somebody's been watching the princess bride it's one of my favorite movies on that note, Goodwin, do you have what, what is yours? Goodwin, you go. <laughs> well, you already brought it up with the, the, the quote from Rose Thorn. Sometimes thinking ahead, just as good as magic. And it reminded me of my favorite quote that I try to live my entire life through by Seneca, the ancient Greek philosopher, Greek or Roman. It's luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. I like staying ready because if I'm ready and something good comes up, I can uh, jump on it. Yeah. I'm keeping it very simple today. But yeah, like, you know, seeing how Briar fucking stacked medicine and supplies and shit on the way out to go help the camel guts. Clearly, I can't carry that much stuff every day, but I carry two first aid kits in my car one on my person, jumper cables, you know, a jack in my truck. I try to be ready just in case for the bad stuff and for the good stuff. At the end of our episodes, 
we like to read an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter five of Street Magic. I actually had to look at the cover to remember what it was called. Just to be sure. Briar could do little for the boy whose forehead was visibly dented, except make him comfortable. Sometimes people recovered from such injuries. Sometimes they didn't. He moved on to another boy, squinting as he tried to see the extent of his injuries. The nearest torch burned poorly, dumping smoke into the air. Briar's eyes stung. It was hard to tell if he was looking at a mammoth bruise or dirt on his patient's shin. His hands told him it was a bruise, but it would have been nice to see the difference. That gave him an idea. Evie, he said. Yep, the girl crouched beside him, careful not to jar the contents of the basket she carried. Put that down. She obeyed as Briar grubbed in his breeches pocket. He found his worry stone a small crystal egg he liked to hold whenever he thought he was about to say or do anything stupid. Its coolness seemed to draw the anger from his veins whenever he remembered to use it. Rosethorn said it worked because thinking of the stone instead of the thing that upset him simply broke the chain that fed a rising temper. He wasn't angry now, and he could always come by another worry stone. See this? He held it up. Ooh, she reached for it with eager fingers. It's happy! Briar rolled his eyes. Why did girls get honey sweet over things that weren't even alive? Sandry would coo like that over a spool of silk thread. Daja over a piece of well-worked brass. Even Triss, who was sensible for a skirt, turned silly over a bit of ball lightning, giving the thing a name for as long as it lasted. I don't care if it's the queen of the solstice, he informed Evie tartly. But look, it's a clear stone. You're a stone mage, right? He fumbled for the words to guide her to do her first planned magic spell. I bet if you really, really concentrated, just, oh, poured your whole mind into that stone, I bet if you did, you could make it light up like a lamp, a real lamp, one everybody can see. Oh, that, Evie said scornfully. That's not work. She gripped the crystal. Suddenly, light blazed through her fingers. She opened her hand. The stone gave off a bright, steady glow. Briar swallowed. Of his foster sisters, Daja and Triss had learned to make crystals into lamps. Daja because fire was part of her smith magic, Triss because lightning was part of hers. They had done it once by accident, making a nightlight for Sandry. After that, it took each of them weeks to get the knack of it so that they could do it as they needed. No one he'd ever known could make stone glow with no effort at all. He thought it would be possible, given Evie's magic and the fact that he'd already known mages who could get stones to hold light or fire, but it was one thing to think it possible and another to see the results of, oh, that. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. <laughs> Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram.
Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. It just, I have feelings about this. Um, stop messaging me while I'm in the middle of doing this, please. Stop. Those are some pretty strong feelings. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.